the news on Radio 191 FM. Tuesday, the 24th of August. Kohana tenei. 41 new COVID-19 cases have been detected in the community today, 38 in Auckland and 3 in Wellington. This brings the total number of active cases of COVID-19 in the community to 148. 137 of these active cases are in Tamaki Makoto, with the remaining 11 in Ponaki, Wellington. There are yet to be cases detected in Te Waipunamu, the South Island. Jacinda Ardern told RNZ this morning that she expected more cases today and that we have not reached the peak of this community outbreak. You know, it was not unexpected and we did say that we didn't believe we would peak until 8 to 10 days. We're not there yet. OUSA has ratified their sexual misconduct policy submission in hope that stronger survivor-led processes will be followed in the handling of sexual misconduct by the university. Michaela Waite-Harvey, OUSA president, says the opportunity to submit on the policy is a chance to make a flawed policy better. Yeah, the sexual misconduct policy, it's really huge for us that it's being reviewed at the moment. Um, It's sort of been a policy that has had a lot of contentious you know, debate around it for a long time, um, especially because it is a bit of a, um, in our view, quite a flawed policy. Um, there's a lot of problematic stuff in there, and we're hoping that through this review and through our submission, highlighting that the university will be able to, you know, reform that process as well as, you know. The submission was written in consultation with Thursdays in Black, a student-led movement to end sexual violence and hopes to reshape the existing policy. Wait Harvey also said it was disappointing that the student population did not get the chance to submit on the policy. It is, you know, disappointing that the student body at large hasn't been allowed to submit on this because I think, you know, the research that has come out recently a few years ago about, you know, one in three students being... um, uh, being a survivor of sexual um, misconduct or violence on campus just highlights that this is at large an issue that the student body cares about and has been affected by. As well as a survivor-led process, the submission recommends increasing support for respondents, fixing inconsistencies in residential college misconduct processes and improving information, awareness and access to support services, as well as implementing restorative justice and tikanga-based processes for handling sexual misconduct. Jacinda Ardern has not considered giving students extra support in light of the ongoing Alert Level 4 lockdown. It was made clear at yesterday's 4pm press conference that Cabinet had not considered additional support for students, such as the extra $1,000 in course-related costs provided in lockdown last year. Instead, the Prime Minister pointed to work and income support, which students are not eligible for, and resurgent and wage subsidies. NZUSA President Andrew Lessels says it's disappointing that support has not been discussed by Cabinet. It is disappointing that Cabinet hasn't already considered student welfare and wellbeing. We want to make, we want to make sure, as NZUSA and as a national student movement, that student wellbeing is considered before we need an ambulance at the bottom of the cliff, not after. So it is disappointing to hear that nothing's gone to Cabinet yet. While hardship funds are available for learners at their specific providers, Lessel worries it could run low. We do have the um, hardship fund for learners, the COVID-19 hardship fund for learners that was introduced in 2020 and got a $10 million top up in budget 21. 
Um, that's a great fund. It's a very good fund that's quite flexible and providers can, can use it to support students. Uh, but we are very worried that, that 10 million is going to run out on our maths in about two weeks. So there is some baseline support there, but it is disappointing that no one's taken anything to cabinet to figure out how we go after that fund runs out. Um, we are aware of conversations that the ministry and the TEC are having about what to do next. But of course, the, the pace that cabinet moves at is slightly slower than we would like. So we're placing a lot of pressure on government, a lot of pressure on um, government agencies to really step up and make sure that students have support and make sure that, that support is proactive rather than being an ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. The University of Otago offers hardship support through Putia Totoku and OUSA provides student support hardship funds. The Putia Totoku Fund, which was first opened in 2020 during the first Alert Level 4 lockdown, has given financial support to more than 350 students since its inception. The OUSA executive elections are set to go ahead online despite the extension of the COVID-19 Alert Level 4 lockdown. Lockdown restrictions have prevented election engagement events from happening, such as postering, lecture runs and get-out-to-vote activities. 2021 OUSA President Michaela Waite-Harvey says OUSA are doing all that they can to support online campaigning. So we've had to be a bit more creative in how we're going to incentivise people to vote. Um, obviously, we've got prizes and that sort of thing. We've had that every year. But our incentivising people to vote is mainly, you know, how do we keep them connected to the campaign? Voting opens tomorrow, Wednesday, the 25th of August at 9am and closes Friday, the 27th of August at 4pm. International students are able to receive the COVID-19 vaccine in Aotearoa free of charge. The New Zealand International Students Association released information clarifying the fact yesterday, saying that New Zealand's vaccine program staff had confirmed that international students, regardless of their visa or enrolment status, will be able to book their vaccination. The vaccination helpline has translators available. Once the majority of students become eligible on the 1st of September, international students can book to be immunised against COVID-19. Local iwi-led health centres continue to process hundreds of drive-through vaccinations. The Edgar Centre Drive-Through Vaccination Centre, operated by Tikaika, is one of few places accepting people of all ages for COVID-19 vaccinations and is open 9am to 4pm. Antidote pharmacies around Dunedin are also accepting anybody for vaccination walk-ins. That's news time for the forecast for Otipoti today. The Radio 191 FM weather. Kia ora, Josh, my good friend. Um, how is your lockdown treating you? Honestly, not too bad. Like, time to get on top of my assessments, do some reading. And what's the weather looking like this morning? It's not looking too bad. Um, for Dunedin today, the Met Service is saying it's mainly fine. I've uh, got some high clouds and nor'westers, possibly strong in exposed places. It's going to be nice and warm with a high of 20 and an overnight low of 9. Tomorrow is looking like a lovely, beautiful, fine day. And yeah, basically a good time to get out and about and go for some good socially distanced exercise. With a mask on. With a mask on. <laughs> 